Hey folks, good evening. I don't say good good evening that often. This is probably once in a, in a blue moon, but uh, I'm doing an evening show tonight because I'm not going to be here in the morning. Uh, I'm going to be interviewing General Flynn tomorrow morning, and uh, so I, and I got to leave town. So I got some things I got to do. But so I'm going to make it up to you with an evening show. There's a lot going on, uh, and once again, I know the title kind of threw everyone off. I said the impeachment will fail. I'm still kind of iffy on it. I got Juan on the phone so you guys can hear what his response is going to be. But let me get into this first. What we're going to see here is a magic show, folks. We're going to see a magic act. This is the part where you're really going to have to get your popcorn and enjoy the show, from what I'm understanding. This is going to get um, wild, weird, and wacky, and we're going to see the Democrat musical chairs, from what I understand. But first, folks, you can Venmo me, D-Rod 1977. If you appreciate my tireless hard work, uh, any contribution helps. Um, when the lights go out on Amazon, folks, when the lights go out on Amazon, uh, leave an honest review. That's all I care about. My mama's book, The Mexican Mix, and on Amazon as well. Leave an honest review on this as well. I'm not expecting a really big audience because it's. I know you guys uh, um, usually, you know, it's Monday, Wednesday, Fridays in the morning, but... I, like I said, I want to make it up. So, uh, so sorry about that, folks. Uh, virtual Shield, folks. Virtual Shield. Got to protect yourself with Virtual Shield, especially in today's uh, crazy world. Uh, your privacy is being stepped on more and more each year thanks to major advancements in tech and AI. The most recent report is that AI will now monitor your facial expressions with cameras to detect and decipher your emotions in real time during live streams like this one. This is just the latest example of infringement on your right to privacy. You must take steps to make yourself anonymous online now and protect your privacy before it's too late, folks. It's only to continue to get worse. Using a VPN like Virtual Shield while online online is no longer a choice, but a requirement. Uh, Otherwise, data like your Google searches, browsing history, frequent locations, and more are at risk. Virtual Shield is leagues above other VPNs due to their strict no-log policy and lightning-fast speeds. With Virtual Shield 1, nobody except you will know what you're doing online. Uh, I'm convinced Virtual Shield Shield to give my audience a 30-day free trial to try out the flagship VPN for themselves. uh, They're so confident that you'll like their service that they've also added a 30-day a thirty day money-back guarantee. A 30-day money-back guarantee for a total of 60 days risk-free. Hit the link below, folks. Go to the description box. Hit the link below and get yourself a virtual shield. You put it on your phone, put it on your computer, whatever you need to do, and uh, hide from the government. <laughs> All right, folks. Um, the Drop, I put uh, my new channel, The Drop, that I'm going to be starting. I'm going to start a second YouTube channel. But I want to get enough people on there to where I don't do a live, and uh, it's crickets. So go to the drop. It's right there in the pinned comments. Hit it. Go there. Subscribe. Uh, I also got the um, the switch with Nino. If you're sick of the woke big box stores and you want to make a difference, hit hit that link as well. Fill out the job form. One of my family members or friends will call you and get you started on this amazing movement where you get house household products and meat. Meat that doesn't have this, folks, send to your doorstep, okay? Send to your doorstep. 
It's amazing. I'm eating steak three times a week and good grass-fed steak. Folks, Spotify is Nino's Corner. Getter is Nino's Corner. Telegram, Nino's Corner. Rumble, Nino's Corner. Uh, Truth Social, David Rodriguez Boxer. Instagram, David Nino Rodriguez Boxer. Uh, Twitter, Nino Boxer. Um, PatriotWear.com, Bing, PatriotWear. Get yourself some cool gear. Uh, I'm going through this kind of fast. I know you don't expect me on an evening show. We got kind of a low attendance. It's okay. I'm sure it'll pick up later. Nino's Corner.tv, folks. Uh, the ghost left a, uh, a pretty important uh, update uh, regarding China. I put that up there. Is there is there Chinese movement on the West Coast? I leave that to you to decide, folks. I put that up on uh, Nino's Corner.tv today. He said it was important. It was an urgent message. I said, okay, let's, let's do the show. We did it. You decide. You decide. Uh, I got uh, the Cash Patel is going to be the next general in the general's tent. Uh, that's going to be July 20th. I got General Flynn coming on tomorrow. That's why I'm not doing the uh, the morning show. He took the place of the morning show. So sorry, folks. Um, I got Jesse, Jesse Saboter coming on talking about devil worship. I got Rob Cunningham going to be explaining that Trump's executive order is kind of for dummies. Uh, it's, it's, it's really good. We already did the interview. I'm going to be posting that on NinosCorner.tv uh, tomorrow. And then I'm going to put a YouTube version, a YouTube-friendly version on as well. So this is good stuff. You'll really understand the plan. <laughs> it makes sense. It makes sense for dummies like me. Um, Juan O'Saven, uh, he's going to be coming on right now. And we're going to be doing another in-depth interview on Nino's Corner.tv, but I'm going to be bringing them on in just a second to talk about the Biden show, the musical chairs that we're about to witness. Folks, I got to say, the guy has been in the sphere, okay? Say whatever you want to say about the man. That's up to you. You have your right to an opinion. But I got to say, folks, there's a reason I keep bringing them on. Game recognizes game, folks. And I'm going to tell you, my instincts are good as a fighter, so... You hear that, Juanito? <laughs> well, hold on, Juan, hold on, hold on. Let me finish my spill. I got just a little bit more. Hold on. All right, folks, you might want to turn it down or turn it up, whatever you want to do here. It is the evening time. You might be putting your kids to bed. All right, folks. Coming at you live from the apocalypse, folks. Yeah, baby, let's go. Oh, folks. I can hear one of the laughing. He thinks I'm nuts. Everyone thinks I'm nuts. That's okay. I am. I'm crazy. You got to be a little crazy to do what I'm doing. Folks, um, China wants to make a move from what I'm hearing with Juanito the ghost. Um, and it looks like they got a limited time to do this. They know the Biden show is closing. They've given him 90 to 180 days. And they know the curtain is coming down on Biden. Now, how is this going to play out? How is this going to play out? What's going to happen here, folks, from my understanding with Juanito, and I'm going to let him clarify this, and I messed up on the title earlier. I said the impeachment will fail. Well, the Democrats obviously are going to try to block the impeachment, do whatever they can do. It's going to be a a hat dance. But then something is going to happen, like a magic trick. They're going to have to replace him. Too much heat. They're going to have to take him out of the kitchen. 
So I'm going to bring Juanito on right now and let him explain this, this hat dance that we're about to observe, this Democrat magic show that we're all going to t- t- watch them take part in right now. Juanito, can, let me know if you guys can hear Juanito, Juanito. Can you hear me, Juanito? You got You must have a cold or something, man. You, you all right? No, no. I think it's. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm uh, a little further away from you than I normally am, so that, that could have something to do with it. Um, different part of the world. Um, so let me just say this. You know, uh, first strike in this game has been the. You know, I've, I've mentioned your audience many times. You can't get to justice at the Justice Department. In a political matter like this, uh, if it is against a conservative, Trump's just, you know, the guy that we look at most obviously right now. Hold on, Juanito. Hold on one second. You guys can't hear him? I, I have it on full volume. This is the best I can do. Can you, you guys have to, like, get in a quiet place, I guess, or something. Juanito. Oh, my gosh. Do I got to yell louder? Yeah, try to <laughs> stock a little louder. All right, they can hear you. Go ahead. You can't get to justice at the Justice Department. That's the frustration because, uh, you know, an injustice is not justice. They're doing injustices. They're concocting things from outer space uh, with Trump uh, on the Biden stuff. Look at what's going on right now. You have David Weiss, who is the attorney general from the state of Delaware where Biden's from. He tried to get uh, uh, charges brought against uh, Joe Biden, the president of the United States. He tried to get a special prosecutor. Now, this is from Biden's home state. He tried to go, uh, uh, now this has been over the last year. He tried to go to California, which is in the central district, in the fall of 2020, and all those requests were denied. He appealed them. He still couldn't get through. The attorney general from the state of Delaware, uh, uh, Joe Biden's home state, can't get to justice at the Justice Department. It's that screwed up. Then, so that's strike one against uh, the system. Okay, and and by the way, you see that also with the Hunter situation. Now you have a two-tiered Justice Department. Uh, justice for thee, not for me. Okay, that's the the attitude of the people inside the justice system. They're picking and choosing how they want to prosecute things. You got FBI agents. You got um, uh, IRS agents that are seeking to have charges brought against Hunter for all sorts of reasons. And they can't get, uh, you know, he gets he gets a slap on the wrist. Somebody ought to apologize to uh, uh, Leona Helmsley. Somebody ought to apologize. Uh, what's, the, what's the actor, great, great actor, uh, Wesley Snipes? Wesley Snipes went to jail for doing one one trillion of what Hunter Biden has done. He did 44 months in jail, in prison, and had a huge portion of his wealth uh, taken away for a, a fraction of what Hunter Biden has done. 
Somebody had to go out and ask. Uh, you had to get you had to get Wesley Snipes on your show, Dino. Call Wesley, find Wesley, and get him on the show. Your show to explain what he thinks about the justice system under Joe Biden. And remember, the justice system is operated and supervised by the executive which is the president of the United States from the executive office. The injustices going on at the Justice Department are being supervised by Joe Biden. How does that make you feel? So that's strike one. Strike two that's going on right now, Nito, is that we have... uh, uh, and by the way, so there's still guy that I wish I didn't hear. No, I got no. I'm, okay, okay. I just want to make sure because you were having audio issues a second ago. I still had you. Um, the satellites work good, but sometimes they don't work as good as they're supposed to. So the second thing is, um, in the uh, House and Senate, there's been two articles of impeachment filed against Joe Biden to begin the process of impeaching the president of the United States. Two different people have come in and filed charges. Now, back when it was Trump, they were able to bring that to a head very quickly. It wasn't a slow roll process. Okay. Uh, Oh, we don't like Marjorie Taylor Greene. She's, she's very conservative and, and she's, not somebody we want to hear from. The Democrats have been able to slow walk so far, drag their feet on the articles of impeachment against Joe Biden. Um, would that happen if it were Trump? No. Now, the problem for the Democrats is this. Let's say that they let the article of, articles of impeachment uh, go, which they're going to eventually. And... Uh, they get a vote in the House. How's the Senate going to vote? Remember, you, you, you Well, that's why I was at first going to initially, you know, say this video, the impeachment will fail. No, I, I think that you probably will get, uh, get there on the impeachment in the House. The Senate has always been the question. They couldn't complete the deal uh, going after Trump in the Senate, so he wasn't impeached. The House voted for impeachment, but he wasn't actually impeached because both houses have to vote for impeachment. So the Senate uh, stopped it Um, back during Bill Clinton's terms. He also was impeached in the House, but he wasn't impeached in the Senate. So uh, the question is, would they would they get an impeachment against Joe Biden, but not be able to? So why does China feel they only have 90 to 180 days? here almost two weeks ago now I said what the issue was and of course now it's coming out uh, Lincoln went to China uh, Bill Gates went there and met with uh, Xi before Blinken met with uh, Xi uh, uh, what kind of a deal was going on there but uh, the intelligence services who are massive in China they read all the tea leaves. They look at all the data. They have to make an advisory to the political class in China so they can make decisions. Same thing as we do here in the United States. We have 
NSA and all the intelligence agencies they gather all this data and then you know joint chiefs the National Security Council uh, the one to the executive the one to the to the, the Congress um, all these various intelligence gathering groups they make all of their advisories to the political class based on their understanding say of the laws in Russia or China or Honduras or someplace else based on the information they're hearing they make an advisory so the intelligence agencies and the military intelligence which is separate in most cases they may have similar information but they have a different way of looking at it um, both the uh, intelligence agencies collection collecting data and the intelligence agencies advising based on military um, risks danger etc in China are advising the political class that based on the way they read the tea leaves it's just an assessment that most the most likely result of what's happening right now in the legal and political world revolving around Joe Biden as well as his medical situation you know just because you have speak good Joe Biden and bicycle uh, fall down Joe Biden and stair fall Joe Biden still getting up and, and continuing to speak doesn't mean that the the real health is is that great so what will happen is or what's happened is that these advisors are advising the political class G that the most likely outcome is that within as early as 90 days and as late as 180 days. So there's a frame here that Biden will be out of office one way or another. He will be uh, something will happen. Uh, let me give you a comparison. When Nixon was getting uh, assaulted over Watergate and the press was coming after him and the American people were hearing news story after news story after news story after news story about the Watergate break-in, there was a moment when uh, uh, Senator Goldwater came to Nixon and said, it's over. It is time now to resign. The House is going to have articles of impeachment filed in there. Then it's going to come to the Senate. And I've polled the members of the House and Senate. And you will lose. More importantly, the country will lose. You need to step down now. Now, remember, prior to that, the vice president, Spiro Agnew, had already been removed from office. Mm. So now you have a situation where both the president and vice president were out. They're going to bring Rocky. Uh, uh, Rockefeller. Uh, Rockefeller uh, uh, into the vice presidency. They're going to try and get him up into the presidency. So the whole point is, now Biden is getting, the wagons are circling to protect Biden. But he, in the, in the Chinese assessment, will not survive what's about to come. So they're reading the tea leaves a certain way. China 
realizing they only have the advantage of Biden being in office to protect them for a certain period of time, is calling in their chips. So what they've done is uh, they've they had Blinken over after getting the advice of Bill Gates. You know, is he a traitor? You know, right, right, right. Be careful with that guy out here. People. Well, I mean, question is, who's he really working for? Right. Is he? Is he? You know, is he globalist or is he U.S.? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, so then, uh, uh, when Blinken shows up, he turns around and says something that we haven't had anybody in our system saying all along here from from the administration side. He says that uh, the the administration, Joe Biden. Uh, believes that the one China policy needs to be honored and that uh, they're not going to do anything to protect Taiwan. That's crazy. China coming in, taking over. In other words, you can have it. You can have it. And so it's just a matter. Now, now China, you know, for all that they're threatening Taiwan with invasion and they, they take their jets, they'll bring, you know, 100 jets racing at, you know, uh, mock speed at the coast of Taiwan, like they're going on a bombing mission at the last second, they'll divert, okay? They'll do a stage of, of you, know, you know, hundreds of thousands of people getting ready to come over and invade Taiwan. Uh, the reality is, is that you have uh, some executives now moving their families out of Taiwan because they know something's about to happen. Right. And the question is, how are you going to allow Americans to leave Taiwan, but you don't let the political class easily leave Taiwan, uh, their homes, their, uh, their, you know, fortunes, uh, their families. And because China doesn't want to fight a government in exile. So they want to hold those people or key family members, uh, extended family in Taiwan so they can control the Anybody that wants to challenge them politically from outside the country, they want to walk into Taiwan. They don't want to race in there. They want to walk in, take all the uh, places of power, and then operate. You know, eventually they'll have people being arrested for some kind of a crime. Right. Like the people, and they'll send them to re-education camps, and uh, they'll control Taiwan. Um, so what's going to happen? I mean, are they going to? They do own Taiwan. There, you know that that uh, there's a, there's some real problems there. So they probably are going to get to pull that off. But in the meantime, how long do they wait? Do they wait a year to take action, Taiwan, or do they take it and think about the the, the steps going on here? They do this now to get everybody in a mindset and condition to get the propaganda going right. So that just as Biden's coming under the most serious attack and America is internally focused on its navel, okay? We're just looking inside. We're going through all sorts of internal chaos as we're internally focused here in the United States and can't look out across the rest of the world. Or we're focused over in Ukraine and can't watch what's going on on the other side of the world. Uh, our attention at any given moment is like a ping pong match. They can pull all of our attention anywhere else in the world and do what they want to do in Taiwan with the least possible resistance. And they've been advised internally 
that the timing is now mm. to move quickly and decisively to do what they've been wanting to do in Taiwan. Russia took Crimea. So, th- th- so this. So does this make sense that there could be Chinese movement on the West Coast? Um, you know, uh, we know that there's Chinese troops, uh, Mexico, uh, a little bit in Canada. But let's say real number. Let's say there was 100,000 troops somewhere infiltrated into the U.S. Let's say there was a million. The reality is they would be extremely dangerous, extremely disruptive. But America being armed, it'd be a hell of a fight. And we're still a very powerful country. So what do you do? Let, uh, me ask, let me ask you this. Harris and Newsom, how can that be? How can that even happen? This, this, this magic trick that they're going to try to pull, how does Newsom get in there? Can you explain that to my audience? Well, there's, there's quite a few different ways that it could be. You know, you're going to go back to Watergate. And uh, what happened under Nixon? Um, if if Biden does, uh, he could step down like Nixon did, and Harris could naturally ascend to the presidency. There will be instantaneously, as that becomes uh, what's what's going on, challenges to her legitimacy to be president of the United States. The Constitution is silent, a little vague about the vice president having to qualify as an American citizen, um, but not about the presidency. There's no vagueness there. And Harris does not legally qualify to be president. And instantly people go, but Obama, but Obama, but Obama. It's a little different, okay? It's a, it's a lot clearer on the Harris situation. There's attorneys ready to challenge her getting to be president. Uh, and it'll be it'll be pretty nasty. But then, but she then she can the entire time. But she can, re, but we she can move when Harris moves into presidency. Then they pick Newsom as vice, right? Yeah, and then so like they did with, with Rocky. Anybody, you know, there's you know they can vote somebody in that they want to vote in there. It's it's pretty uh, wild and unusual to be able to do that, especially you know, if it's so imminently obvious that the person coming into the vice presidency could almost uh, instantaneously, for whatever reason, be president, an unelected president of the United States. So there will be huge, huge effort to, uh, from the Republican side to see McCarthy uh, fill that role and uh, be able to move in the vice presidency second in line to the presidency, Harris being first. That's the show. That's the popcorn. People, people get all wound up that we have talked about enjoy the show and get your popcorn ready and all that um thinking that it's you know afghanistan or some other horrible it's been all of this man (laughs) well but this is is different this is because you're going to watch political theater the politics involved in trying to you know sell this process uh to the american people is going to be it's going to be uh, you know a cliffhanger 
It's like watching, you know, Batman and Robin and every episode. It's like, and now our Cape Crusaders are in trauma this way and that way. And how will we solve this? And politicians will pull some rabbit out of the hat. It'll be like, are you kidding me? I thought it was crazy before. How could this possibly ever happen? Okay. They're going to, they're going to pull laws out and alignments out and relationships out. You never dream possible. And, part of and while we're, and, uh, as we're, and while we're going through all that, China goes into Taiwan. Well, right. You, you have issues going on in multiple places. Let's, let's just say this while everybody's focused on Taiwan, China, uh, you know, they've built an aircraft carrier similar to what America built back in the uh, uh, 80s. And that aircraft carrier is not built out of steel. It's built out of land. We, we took Honduras and we needed a staging point because of what was going on in uh, El Salvador and in Nicaragua and other places in uh, Central America. So we built out Honduras like an aircraft carrier, a really big one, and started moving everything in there. So then uh, our, our guys that were going in monitoring was going on, they could go right across the border on land in there. And uh, so we, we kid, kid about Honduras as our biggest aircraft carrier. Um, China wanting to uh, have a tit for tat with America has now gone in and done what Russia tried to do back in the early 60s. They're actually putting in and already have installed. This isn't possibly going to happen. This has already happened. They've got anti-aircraft emplacements in Cuba right now. Oh, man. So the Cuban Missile Crisis is here. Right. And then people talk about, you know, there's, there's Chinese subs off the coast of the U.S., Excuse me, the Chinese subs are sitting in the water off the coast of Cuba. Jeez. They're in protected waters. Juan, let's finish this uh, conversation on ninoscorner.tv. I'll let you get back to what you're doing. Does that sound good? Sure, bro. Man, thank you. My audience loves you. Well, I, I enjoy it. I mean, the, the, the drama's afoot. And my hand's cramping from cuffing the phone. <laughs> <laughs> My hand, I'm, a, I'm like, I can't do this much longer. Oh my I'll call America's you, Juanito. America's a robust place. Just deep breath. You got it, Juanito. Thank you. All right, bro. All right. All right, folks. That, that he can explain it better than me, and I and I'm doing you a uh, a justice by uh, you know I have conversations with him quite often, and I just feel like it's better to uh, to bring him on and let him talk to you guys. Live, okay. Um, so that's what's going on. We are in the Cuban Missile Crisis 2.0. And folks, every time I do a show, every time I put a show together, I call the ghost or I call Juanito. I'll even talk to Scott Bennett and make sure I got everything, all my facts right on how I want to present this. Um, so basically, I'm like a conduit. I'm a conduit on YouTube, if you know what I mean. Um Submarine disaster kind of uh, goes hand in hand with Hunter Biden. Um, breaking news, the Biden administration knew about this implosion, this implosion that took place as early as Sunday, but did not release anything to the families or the public 
until today, Thursday. So it makes you wonder. It makes you really wonder. Look at this hand over here while we do this over here type of thing, folks. Uh, the Titanic sub-passengers was Shahada Daywood. I'm not going to make fun of his name because the guy passed away. Uh, Vice Chairman of Ingro Corporation, Director of Dawood Hercules Corporation, a board member of the Prince's Trust, a board member of the SETI Institute, and a trustee of the Dawood Foundation. These are billionaires, folks. Billionaires. I think it costs... 250000 to get to, to have a seat on the death capsule. Let's just call it what it is, the death capsule. Um, Rep- Representative Matt Gates, I'm going to go this pretty through this pretty quick. It's a little different for an evening show, folks. This is about the time I like to wind down. I got a big day tomorrow. I got to travel tomorrow, so I'm going to go through this pretty quick. So I'm going to hit some very interesting points here. Matt Gates urges Biden to take out the Chinese assets in Cuba amid spy-based conflict. Here it is, folks. Cuban Missile Crisis 2.0. They are in, literally, in Cuba. Um, if you watch the show on NinosCorner.tv, the ghost goes into what he believes is happening from his intel on the west coast of California and Washington State. Uh, Representative Matt Gates, a Republican from Florida, said during a House Armed Service Committee hearing Wednesday that President Biden should use military force to take out Chinese military assets in Cuba. It's heating up, folks. It's heating up. And who said it first? Juanito said it first. Where? Aninoscorner.tv. If you're not there, you're behind the ball. On Thursday, on Thursday, the House cast a vote of 219 to 208, forwarding Lauren Lauren Boberts. I guess that's how you say her last name, Boberts. Resolution to impeach President Joe Biden on the Judiciary uh, and Homeland Security Committees. H Res 503 is a resolution in the U.S. House of Representatives to impeach President Joe Biden. Submitted. On June 13th, 2023, by Representative Bobart. Bobert is a Bobert, Bobert, I don't know. And co-sponsored by Representative Gates and Crane. The resolution alleges that Biden has committed high crimes and misdemeanors. Really? Misdemeanors? Which is the standard set for the U.S. Constitution for impeachment. The next step for the impeachment resolution is a review by the Judiciary and Homeland Security Committee. Good luck there. Uh, these these committees will evaluate the evidence presented in the resolution and may conduct additional investigations or hearings to gather more information. Folks, they're really turning up the heat. Like I said, folks, I no matter what happens here, there's no justice in the Justice Department. This is more for you, for you to see and understand, ain't shit going to get done, okay? It's for you. You get an A for effort, but it's for you to understand that they must show you not tell you. And, you know, I'm going to really talk to General Flynn tomorrow and ask him about the Insurrection Act. Um, does he think now that Trump maybe should have signed that? Um, remember, he went to the White House asking Trump to sign that, and he didn't. So I'm going to get Mike, uh, General Flynn's view on that tomorrow. 
Uh, Justin, it doesn't appear Republicans will have the votes to impeach President Biden, as some members of the GOP have stated. Impeach should be reserved for very, very special circumstances. If the impeachment were to pass the House, it would move to the Senate trial. GOP Rep. Nick Lolata of New York essentially says it would be pointless. It would be dead. Dead on arrival. It goes to Senate. But the point, the point of the matter is the heat is getting turned up, turned up, turned up. More investigations, more hearings, more whistleblowers. The walls are closing in on these people, folks. They can't keep up the magic act. A new magic act is going to happen where he's going to probably be like, gee, I don't feel so well, and I want to take care of my crackhead son. So what am I going to do? I might just have to step down. In comes Harris, then Newsom. Folks, that's what it seems like to me. That's what I would think is their next move. In a rowdy scene, House censors Rep. Adam Schiff over Trump-Russia investigations. Uh, The House voted Wednesday to censor uh, uh, California Rep. Adam Schiff for comments he made several years ago about investigators in investigations into Donald Trump's ties to Russia, rebuking the Democrat and frequent critic of the former president along party lines. Schiff becomes the 25th House lawmaker to be censored. He was defiant ahead of the vote, saying he will he will wear the formal disapproval as a badge of honor. This crook. <laughs> this guy. And charging his GOP colleagues of doing the former president's bidding. I will not yield. See how these people try to play it off like they're in the right. They're the good ones. And the Democrats or the crooked ones understand this, but the liberals and the they just eat it up. They just eat it up. Deceit. Evil steals narratives. They're the good ones. And then we got people like Pence on our side, the rhinos, Paul Ryan, Mitt Romney. The list goes on and on and on, folks. The swamp is deep and it's very murky. So shift gets censored. Durham Durham basically says the FBI should not have launched a full investigation into the Trump campaign. Remember what I said earlier? It's just good that he was there. That's all I care about. It's going on congressional record. The people are seeing this. They're understanding it. FBI should not have launched a full investigation and then candidate Donald Trump's campaign based on unverified intelligence, special counsel John Durham said on June 21st. So who's guilty? The witch. (laughs) The witch is guilty. Hillary. Based on our investigation, it's not a legitimate basis to open a full investigation, Durham said on Wednesday, speaking for the first time publicly about a report his team compiled. The FBI made the move despite not checking its own database or databases of other intelligence agencies or carrying out other actions that are typical before launching a full investigation. Agents also did not interview the Australian diplomats. The FBI made the move despite already read that had the FBI done so it would have learned that their own experiences 
experienced Russia analysis had no information about Trump being involved with Russian leadership officials, nor were others sensitive positions at the CIA, the NSA, and the Department of State aware of such evidence concerning the subject, Durham said in his report. Folks, he's off, but they're throwing more charges at him. They're creating more smoke and mirrors, more mud to throw on this man. They got to take him out while they bring you DeSantis and Newsom. John Durham reveals FBI kept intel on Hillary Clinton's plan to link Trump with Russia collusion in 2016 from agents working the case. All kinds of illegal shit done here, folks. But never mind that. Never mind that. Let's talk about Stormy Daniels and some some documents that Trump could have legally. Legally. But no, 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 no. It's all about how the MSM spins shit to you. And if you're here, <laughs> if you're here at Nino, you're taking the red pill. Because you know that's public enemy number one is the MSM. That's their biggest tool. CNN, CIA, same shit. And now, and I've always put Fox in that category. I've always put Fox in that category. They're the most deceptive because you all think they're on your side. And eh, wrong but I love Gutfeld. I love to watch Matt, Matt Waters, whatever his name is, Sean Hannity. They give you this much surrounded, surrounded by lies. Just this much. What they can tell you. What they can tell you. DeSantis fundraiser. This is revealed. DeSantis, I mean, do I, must I say more about DeSantis? I was the first podcaster that I know that came out calling them a rhino years ago when it was very unpopular. I said, eh, 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 watch out for this guy. He's a globalist tool. He's controlled by the Bush family. DeSantis fundraiser is hosted by lobbyists for Moderna, company that makes puberty blockers and a sanctioned Chinese firm. Florida governor is accused of hypocrisy for a 1,000 a place DC event. So the lobbyist that went there, Mark Lampkin, lobbyist Mark Lampkin is one of the organizers of the DeSantis fundraiser. Mark Lampkin. Tickets to the event later this month at his firm's DC offices cost $1,000 a ticket. But Lampkin's portfolio includes companies that DeSantis has railed against. And I don't want to go into this anymore because it talks about this. But just letting you know the hypocrisy here. The real hypocrisy by this man. But they're going to find a way, folks. They're going to find a way to remove Trump, bring you DeSantis, and let's say let's say Pence. Let's say they run together. I can see that. And who else? Let's say they get Kamala in there with Newsom. That's a nightmare. I understand that. But let's say they do the magic trick. All of a sudden, you got Harris as president and Newsom as vice president. And then they're going to run DeSantis and Pence against them as the good guys and drown out Trump. It's going to be impossible to drown out Trump, folks. You know why? I have a feeling, just a feeling. I can't see a better ticket than Trump Kennedy. And that's just my opinion. 
Just my opinion. Just the way I look at it. It's like King Kong and Godzilla teaming up. You can't beat it, folks. You can't beat it. They're both blockbusters on their own. But if they team up, I can buy that. That's a movie I want to see. And if that happens, we all know there's no way out of it. That's just my opinion. Just my opinion. JP Morgan mistakenly deletes 47 million records. Mistake. Just a, eh, sorry. 47 million records. I don't know where it went. 47 million records. SEC, SEC says deleted records were requested in several probes. Bloomberg reports. Epstein connects. <laughs> connected. The JP Morgan exec. Netanyahu and Prince Andrew. Get this. Sex trafficker Jeffrey Epstein advised J.P. Morgan executive Jess Staley on his career and relations with financial power players in Britain, China, and the Middle East, even as Epstein was jailed for soliciting minors in Florida. New emails reveal. The documents contained uh, in legal filings on Tuesday as part of the U.S. Virgin Islands lawsuit against J.P. Morgan indicate Epstein connected Staley to a host of high-profile pals, including Britain's Prince Andrew and Dubai businessman Sultan Hamad Akhandar. <laughs> he also invited him to meetings at Davos with Microsoft billionaire Bill Gates and Columbia University President Lee Bollinger, who was on the record, who was on the board of the Federal Reserve Bank in New York. Epstein may have facilitated a get-together with J.P. Morgan bosses and Israel's Prime Minister, Benjamin Netanyahu, in March 2011. The plot thickens, doesn't it, folks? It just keeps thickening. Thickening, thickening, thickening. (laughs) I can't believe I'm doing this... uh, on an evening. I was just going to take tomorrow off and say, fuck it. But I figure I'll feel better leaving town, going on the lake, uh, knowing I got all my work done, and I brought you guys the information you needed. Okay? That's how I work. I work hard, folks. I work hard for the money. Mm. Uh, listen to what's happening in my own town, El Paso. El Paso, Texas. Get this. This to me, drives me insane. I'm pissed off about it. I just found out today, El Paso is the first city in Texas to implement taxpayer-funded diversity, equity, and inclusion board. Who the fuck voted on this without telling us? The taxpayers? El Paso, after a city council meeting this week, El Paso is now the first city in Texas to approve a taxpayer... My fucking... Taxes are going to these predators of children. If you're not mad about this, if you're not mad, El Paso wins out there that they're going to take your fucking money for this horseshit. El Paso is now the first city in Texas to approve taxpayer-funded diversity, equality, and inclusion board. The decision came after the city the city council approved an LGBT uplifting plan earlier in the day. 
They want your children. Despite passing with a 6-2 vote, El Paso County Republican Chairwoman Lupe de la, de la Odemsi said the ruling would fail the children of El Paso. Oh, you, you think so? It's not your job or your place in the family unit to try to promote sexual orientation, gender identity, lifestyle, or transgender surgery to our children and grandchildren, O'Dempsey told the council. I am asking you please to stop indoctrinating, trying to transition our children, or wanting them to attend drag queen events at our public libraries. As you have already allowed, homeschool your kids. I see what they're doing. I see what they're doing. I've known about this for a very long time. This is how they add the P. The P, we all know what the P is, pederasses. Pederass, you know what pederass is if you've been watching my show. P to the LGBTQ, P. This is how they do it. They start getting your children. <laughs> yeah. They want your children. Evil will not rest until we have the children. In what the fuck news, in what the fuck news, Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg agree to hold a cage fight. Please let me referee that. (laughs) What the fuck is this? Oh, two of the world's most high-profile technology billionaires, Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg, have agreed to fight each other in a cage match. This is going to be the most unathletic contest ever record ever put on television. Uh, two computer dorks fighting. I fucking will. I, you know what? I will pay to see that. I will pay to see that unathleticism. Mark, uh, Mr. Musk posted a message on his social media platform, Twitter, that he was up for a cage fight with Mr. Zuckerberg. Mr. Zuckerberg, the boss. Oh, my gosh. The boss of Facebook and his grandparent company, Meta, then posted a screenshot of Mr. Muskie's tweet with a caption, send me location. That <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg acting like a tough guy? Come on. I've never seen anything like this. Oh, I've never seen anything. I've never, I've never seen two dorks in a fight. I don't know. The story speaks for itself. The meta spokesman told the BBC, Mr. Musk then replied to Mr. Zuckerberg's response with Vegas Octagon. Ooh, the Vegas Octagon. They're going to go to the Octagon, folks. Dana White's going to set this up. He also tweeted, I almost never work. I never, you don't, you don't say, you don't say. Okay. Mr. Musk, who turns 52 later this month, also tweeted, I have this great move that I call the walrus, where I just lie on top of my opponent and do nothing. <laughs> okay, so this is already turning into a joke. He later tweeted short videos of walruses, perhaps suggesting his challenge to Mr. Zuckerberg may not entirely be serious. He also tweeted, I almost never work out except for picking up my kids and throwing them in the air. Okay, so he's already downplaying. I guess, I guess, I guess Zuckerberg's coming out on top here. Meanwhile, 39-year-old Zuckerberg has already been training in mixed martial arts. Oh, my God. I would like to watch that. MMA has recently won jiu-jitsu tournaments. Against who? Against who? Virtual? Uh, I don't know. Uh, Twitter did not provide a statement when contacted by the BBC for comment. The exchanges have gone viral and social media users debating who would win. 
the bout, while others have posted memes, including mocked up posters advertising the fight. Who do you all think would win? Zuckerberg or Musk? I would want Musk to win because he's done, I don't know. I think it'd be the funniest thing. I think it'd be like a comedy. It'd be a comedy. But on a real note here, and you know, folks, I've been pretty good at my predictions. I've done pretty well on my predictions for fights. I think I've been right. You can go back and look at all my videos that I've stated about Jake Paul, Nate Diaz, uh, Ryan Garcia. I called that fight. I said how it would end. I called them all, folks. Tyson Fury against John Jones. I'm just going to say it. It's in a boxing match. John Jones gets toyed with for a little while because they'll want to give him the money. Then he'll just get knocked out after the probably the third round, third or fourth round. Uh, but maybe he might even get knocked out in the first. I wouldn't waste time. I would just knock John Jones out pretty quick if I was Tyson. Um, and, and I do believe if he fought uh, John Jones and that the other heavyweight, he could beat them both in the same night. He could beat them both in the same night in a boxing. Now in the octagon, that's a different story. But, but. Ray Mercer knocked out Tim Sylvia. Dana is very careful on what boxers he picks to put in that octagon. Very, very careful. And I would say Tyson Fury has a better chance than you think of knocking John Jones on his ass. Just going to say, I wouldn't be surprised if it happened in the octagon and Tyson Fury knocked him cold. Just saying, folks. Just saying. A heavyweight boxer puncher, and he's a big man. He's a big man. He's a really big man. And John Jones would never take a punch like he doesn't take punches like that, not by a guy who can throw like a thoroughbred. And believe me when I tell you this, I was in the business all my life. I knocked out MMA fighters every day. I mean, probably once or twice a month they would come in and I would lay him out, play him. That was in the boxing ring. Now, that, that that being a given, that was in the boxing ring. But I got to tell you, folks, boxers hit a certain way. And if you're a heavyweight like Tyson, I'd be real careful of stepping into this. I still give John Jones the, um, the advantage in the octagon, but I've seen stranger things happen. Stranger things happen, and a boxer always has a puncher's chance, especially a big man. And a big, crazy man like Tyson Fury. Because he's crazy. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's one tree I wouldn't bark bark up. But let's see what happens. It's going to be entertaining regardless. And I'll watch it regardless. All right, folks. I'm out of here. And the new heavyweight champion of podcasting and the black sheep of broadcasting, folks. Yeah. Later. Thank you for watching the evening show. I will be back Friday. I will be back Friday next week. Later.